So while I was gone, I got a message. And the title is really deep. The title of this message is, what is it? No? The title is, why? It's the title. The title of my message tonight is, why? So if you ask, if you ask a question, why, like, Why would everybody in here tonight like a million dollars in their bank account by in the morning? I mean, that's pretty, that, that's pretty obvious what the answer would be and why it would be because we all want it, right? Anybody here not want a million dollars by in the morning? Anybody? Okay, let's make sure. And then, yeah, if they raise their hand, Isabel wants yours. <coughs> So we, we, we pretty much know the answer, you know, to that question, okay? But why do people not receive from God? Why do most people, most people not understand God? Why do people blame God? you know, for bad things. Why are people, most people, so sin conscious? Why do bad things happen to good people? Why do good things happen to potentially corrupt-looking people? You ever ask yourself that question? Why do most people believe that God can, but they don't necessarily believe that He will for them? Why? Why do most people not see answers to specific prayers that they pray? Why are most people afraid of authority? Why is it hard for most people to be excited when something good happens to somebody else? Why are most people so selfish? Why is everything I'm asking you negative? Because we live in a negative world, you know. And um, I, I was—I had to leave last week and go. My mom, my mother, um, went into cardiac arrest, and uh, she was her heart shut down and her vital organs all shut down, and and my dad chose to give her a shot and a chance, and he revitalized her and whatever you call it, resuscitated her, and they brought her back to life. And, <clears throat> and in about 
24 hours, all of her vital signs were normal in about 24 hours. But she was on life support and wasn't breathing on her own. And, and um, so I just prayed about it and felt like the Lord said for me to go. And uh, in the last year and a half, something similar to this, not where her heart shut down, but uh, she's been kind of at the brink of, of death about three times in the last year and a half. And um, um, so when I, when I was there, I, um, it just so happened I just, I don't know how it all worked out, but it was just, there was, a, there was just a lot of people. I was there for my dad and spent some, you know, just supporting him and through the whole situation. But it was just a lot of people that I ended up ministering to. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, a lot. It was just nonstop ministry to people. And um, what came out of it was all these questions. And the majority of them were Christian people, or at least they go to church, you know? But there's a lot of really hurting people and a lot of people that don't really know a whole lot about God. And so, in any of the questions I just ask you, the whys, if you're one of those, I mean, we all got something that we question or we struggle with or we whatever, you know? But the answers all of this are in this book you know I've I've you know as I as I wrote these down as I was talking to people as I wrote these you know as, as I had about five of them and I thought man I mean here's a here's a why you know I mean I'm, I'm asking the question why does this woman feel towards God the way she feels towards God and she's been in church for 50 years why, why, why and how and how can that be how can people feel that way and have this emotion and not understand how to walk through certain things and I'm not judging her I was there to help her God sent me there to help her and about a dozen others so I just thought I'd give you a couple things to think about tonight. Um, and and, and I, I wrote down uh, I wrote several things down but be, I'm going to kind of hit this from a different direction and this is just the way God gave this to me. Um But the reason that people have these mindsets about God, you know, um, why do most people not understand God? And, and you say, well, what do you mean they don't understand God? Well, because when they ask you a question, and, it, and it, that question is answered in the Word, why, do, why has that question not been a part of them and they've sat and listened to teaching all their life or a big portion of their lives? 
why, why don't they understand? The age-old question of why do bad things happen to good people? Well, number one, good's relative. And why do good things seem to happen or appear to happen to people that appear to be maybe corrupt or not so good, but it just seems like everything they touch turns to gold? You ever thought that? You ever had the thought to yourself that it, it appears that certain people are just everything happens good for them and then for others or even for yourself at different times seems like there are struggles or things that you don't get through it or get to the end of it or get to the top of it, you know? But there's answers to all of those. Um, I didn't give you all this verse in the back, but I'm going to read this anyway. Psalm 37 says it says trust in the Lord Psalm 37 and verse 3 trust in the Lord and do good dwell in the land and feed or cultivate on his faithfulness delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart you ever heard that okay now watch commit your way to the Lord trust also in him and he will bring it to pass he shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. So he said, don't focus on that. Because the truth is, you can't focus on what other people are doing and focus on the faithfulness of God. Because people are going to prosper that have an understanding of principles that work. As long as heaven and earth is intact, so is seed time and harvest. And what you, what you put all your time and effort into is going to produce. And there are people that understand that principle. And they devote all their time and their effort to making money. And they get rich and they have all kinds of stuff. But you can't devote... 24-7 to a career and forsake your wife and children let's just say taking a man for example forsake your wife and children and those wife and children prosper and things go well for your family then the bible says what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and yet he loses the battle of his soul and his whole family goes to hell in a basket you see so there are things that have to be weighed out. Not everything is answered so quickly, but the Bible will answer everything that we have questions about. So, so think, about, think about this. And, and again, you know, the question about a million dollars in the bank account, those kind of things. Well, that's answered. Okay, why is that answered? We like money. Right? Why, why will the Dallas Cowboys not win the Super Bowl this year? There's only one reason. Okay, it's been that way for the last 10 years. And it still hasn't changed. And until it changes, and the owner wakes up, and he hires a new quarterback that doesn't choke during the playoffs. <clears throat> I love Tony. I love him, you know, but he needs to play golf or something. <laughs> That's just a joke. 
just trying to get you stirred up. Some people quit coming to church because of the Dallas Cowboys. Anyway, but, you know, there's certain things you know the answer to, but shouldn't we know the answer to the things, the other things, the, quote, negative things that I mentioned? Shouldn't we know the answers to those things? Shouldn't we be able to explain some of these things to other people, especially when they, I'm not talking about shoving stuff down their throat, but when people have questions, we need to be able to answer those questions. It's got to be real to us. But there's three reasons that I think, and these are, these are pretty, uh, in one way they're self-explanatory, but there's one thing that fuels these three. There's three basic reasons fueled by a cause. Three basic reasons why, let's just say, three basic reasons why people don't understand God. Let's just use that one, okay? Why people don't understand God and why so many people have questions about who God is. Okay, there's, there's three reasons fueled by a cause, okay? Um, number one, fear. Number two, pride. And number three, unbelief. And the reason why is because they don't do the Word. And one of the reasons they don't do the Word is because they don't understand what it even means. Just, just in my little experience over the last few days, over the last week, of ministering to a lot of people that I didn't go looking for that just showed up. But you know that, that, that Christmas movie with Tim Allen, the Santa Claus? And he's sitting in the park there, and all of a sudden these little kids all start lining up. That's what I felt like. I was in this hospital, and all of a sudden they just started lining up and asking questions. And, you know, I mean, it was kind of strange. It, but, but not really strange. It's just what happens. Because when you, when you can answer something for someone, it's like someone else says, well, I want to I ask a question, or I want to ask this, or I want this. Because people are hungry for the truth. But the reason that fear, the reason that fear and pride, what was the third one I, I just mentioned to you? Unbelief. Uh, unbelief. Fear and pride and unbelief rule people's lives is because they don't know the word or they're not given an opportunity in the word, but they're not taught how to do the word. It's the lack of doing the word to completion is what keeps people so many people from having answered prayers, having specific prayers where they believe, but then they get, they get distracted or they get, they, something in the natural happens and it, and it moves them from what they've been doing. So, so we stay with the Word for a while and we get an understanding of the Word, but then we don't follow through with the Word. Everybody say follow through. Okay? And remember that tonight, just, I mean, as I finish this, how important it is for you to follow through with God's Word and what that looks like. So I just want to just show you a few verses of Scripture. Um, James 1 and verse 22. James 1 and But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. 
be a doer of the Word and not just one who heard the Word. Because if you hear it and don't do it, you're in deception. Okay? Now, you know, most people one time or another in their life, you've been in deception where you didn't understand something. Okay? But what I'm saying is, if you come in here with one mindset and you hear something that begins to alter your mindset and you don't do anything with it, you're going to be deceived. Because then you're going to walk out of here with some thoughts and ideas that you don't know what to do with, and then what's going to happen is the devil will talk you out of the truth. Why? Because you didn't do something with it and then follow through to the end. And he will talk you out of the truth of who God is. Why do, why do so many people, why do so many Christian people blame God for bad things that happen? Storm comes through, tree falls on the house, tree goes through the house and kills somebody in the house. Insurance policy, they write on there, act of God. Okay? And, and I, okay, I mean, somebody's got to be to blame. You know, and so God's going to get it when nobody else was involved but the weather, right? So I mean, you know, that's probably just a that that that's that's kind of just a a common sense answer. It's got to be an act of God. God, you know, caused this hurricane to come through, and the tree falls into the house, and it kills a person in the house. So it's got to be an act of God because nobody else did that. Nobody else drove by and shot anybody. Nobody did anything. Tree fell in because of the weather and who's in control of the weather but God. Okay? Actually, that's a pretty good discussion, right? Right? Okay? We got to get we got to get to the depth of some of these things in us so that we get rid of them. So that not only do we answer these questions for ourselves, these whys for ourselves, but then so we can be there to help someone else. So, so what do you say to somebody who um, so I've become a firm believer and there was a man who was a spiritual father of mine. I didn't know him personally but his teaching created this connection with him. His name was Kenneth Hagin and taught a lot of really great things, but he said something one time that has always stuck with me, and I'll hear God tell me, you need to be close to that person. That's what I heard last Wednesday when I told my wife, I'm, I'm going to have to go because my mother has a will to live, and there's just been a lot of things come against her, but I need to be close to her. So when I went and I got close to her, things began to change. Now, I'm telling you that. I didn't tell nobody else that, okay? And you don't need to take it wrong, what I'm saying. But I'm confident in what I believe. And when I hear God and I do something that he tells me to do, I know it's going to work because I know, I know that God is life, okay? Now, when a good person dies of a disease, and every one of us in here have had family members or people or whatever that have died of certain diseases, okay? I'm not taking away from what happens to people, okay? But there are promises in the Word that will promise an individual something 
But if they don't know that that promise is theirs, how can they receive it? And there comes a time when God will create and tell you to go and stand for a person based on what you know is true, and your belief system will cause things to happen because, and, and, and I'm, not talking about, I'm not talking about being physically aggressive with, with what you believe, okay? There were times in the past when I was physically aggressive and loud and boisterous and going into hospital rooms and trying to stir everything up and yell and scream and holler and spit and lay hands on people and nothing happened. And it was because I was excited. I got in the flesh a little bit. I was excited. But what I've seen happen time and time and time again as my belief system grew is what it took is hearing God. And the, and the Bible says that the Word of God is medicine to all of my flesh because I have the Word. How about you? Okay, so then we've got the answers. And we don't have to be belligerent with the answers. We don't have to be prideful with the answers. And the three reasons that so many people don't have the answers, Christian and non-Christian alike, is because of fear and, and pride. And what's the third one? Unbelief. Fear and pride and unbelief. Because of those three things, okay, those three things stop the word. And we have to become people that, that do the word long enough for the fear to be removed, right? For the pride, thinking that I'm thinking more highly of myself than I should and thinking that I don't need something else and I can handle this myself. And the unbelief that kept the children of Israel out of the promises that will keep you and I out of the promises of God the same way and keep us from administering the promises to other people. But those answers have to come in a tender way and they have to come in not in a judgmental way and well, you know, it's because you didn't believe God and bless God, I'm believing God. Mm -mm. No, see, because if, if I have that attitude, then I'm in pride and the Bible says pride comes before destruction. You see what I'm saying? No, we're just going to listen to God. We're going to pay attention. We're going to follow through with the truth of His Word. We're going to attack fear with the Word. We're, we're, we're going to attack pride with the Word. We're going to attack unbelief with the Word. And next week, we're going to get into in detail more about these three things. And what it looks like to be a doer of the word to destroy those three elements that keep people from being able to be on the receiving end and the understanding of the end of how God operates. Do you know that <clears throat> there's been so many times probably in the last 10 years of my life where I fought for somebody and didn't see the result that I, I wanted to. And when I, when I went back and talked to God about why, he told me that there were, there were times I won't go in, there's, there's too much could be added to this right now and need to be talked about. But just in a simple way, God asked me the question, did I tell you 
to do what you did for that person? Did I tell you to do that? And I had to answer in a couple of situations, no. And since that time, I have to hear God first and then do what God says and then follow through. Do you hear me? You have to hear God first. So you have to develop in your life the ability to hear God and know what is God. And when you hear God, then you do what God tells you to do. And then you follow through with it till He tells you that's it. And God speaks to me that way today. And every, in the last few years, every time I've done what He said, I got the right results. It's been about four or five years. I'm talking about where healing is concerned with specific people. I've seen the results. When I did exactly what he said, now think about it, God's going to tell you to do something and then it's not going to work out. So how many times do we do things that he never told us to do? Or the way that we did it, he didn't tell us. right? So, leave you with that thought and come back next week and on Wednesday night, and we're gonna we're gonna dabble into this, and we don't have we don't have Christmas party. Oh, that's two weeks, okay? Yeah. So next week we're gonna look at these these uh, three reasons and the cause that goes with why people struggle receiving from God. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you tonight for your word and for the truth of your word, the uncompromised truth of the word of the, uh, of the living God. And I thank you, Lord, that your word always produces results. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that you've given to us to speak to us, to teach us, to lead us, to guide us. We're not here having to do things on our own and by ourselves. You've given us the Holy Spirit and we receive it. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, for the person of the Holy Spirit, for great results as a result of being able to pray in the Spirit, receiving from you and doing what you say. We just bless you tonight. We honor you in the name of Jesus. And everybody said amen. 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 God bless you.